Hopewell Farm CBD hemp products are naturally sourced from Tennessee. Their 100% pure hemp products are made from the finest non-GMO hemp. Each product is designed to provide natural healing, help you regain strength, and promote holistic health. Save 10% today with promo code JOURNEYTOTRUTH10. Click the link below in the description for a discount or go to hopewellfarmtn.com. Let's have some fun. Let's do that. Um, okay. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. A few things before we get started. Don't forget, Aaron and I will be in Aztec, New Mexico, August 25th through the 28th for the Sunfire Festival. Jan and Brian Berryhill are putting it on. We're very excited to be there. We're going to have our experiencers lounge set up. We're going to be doing live podcasts, hopefully if there's internet. If not, we're going to be filming the attendees, sharing their experiences, ET, UFO, paranormal, whatever it is. If you want to share it on camera, we're going to compile it into a video, upload it on our channel after the conference. It's always a lot of fun. And the lounge is just a place to hang out. You can just hang out and have fun. It's going to be a blast all weekend. The resort is beautiful. You can find all the information and, and tickets at sunfirefest.com. That link is below in the comments. Also, this t-shirt I'm wearing right now is available on our Teespring for, and it's 20% off still, I think, on everything, right, Aaron? <laughs> like, Yeah. Um, yeah. So this and many others, I, yeah. I always forget to mention our merchandise. So guys, if you're interested in some t-shirts, we have plenty of designs available on Teespring. That link is below well. Everything's 20% off. Um, and this is one to activate DNA t-shirts. And I think we might actually be selling these at the... Uh, event in New Mexico. I'm not sure yet. We'll have to see if we can get some of those made. But either way, you get 20% off all Teespring products. That link is below, and the promo codes are below in the uh, description as well. Tonight, we are joined by Laura Van Tine for the third or possibly fourth time on our channel. We've had a, we've done a few episodes with her. She's been on a roundtable for some other conferences. She's with the Karmic Path. She does some incredible work in the astral realm. You might as well have an office set up there if you don't already. <laughs> and I know you help people remove dark entities, yes. but you do so much more than that. Soul health coaching and um, among many other things. It's very interesting to me right now what we're seeing in this spiritual war, the shadow war. I've been at the receiving end of these attacks from the astral realm for years, and I've noticed their tactics, their, strat their strategies um, morph over the years, and they're getting a lot more. They're they're not they're clever. They're very clever. They're getting more uh, deceptive. That trickster energy. It's hard to tell. It used to be very simple. Anyway, there's so much I want to cover today. So welcome to the show. Thank you. You are so right in that. I'm working on a book and I'm looking back at the history of what I do and it's like, gosh, you know, when I thought removing helping dead people cross over was like a hard thing, right? It's so morphed and changed and, um. I, you know, I don't even know where to begin because we are at a tipping point and I, I'm realizing something and that is we're talking about the Bible talks about the revelations, right? I think we're in the revelations, but it's not what the Bible necessarily says. We're in the reveal, the big revealing of things. 
And as things are unfolding, everything is getting uncovered. And these, the dark side, many different species of dark side are really nervous and they're trying to up their game and trying to shift things as fast as they can to attack and assault humanity. Really, it's really about the pursuit of humanity. That's their end game. And we have the ability to be stronger, smarter, and wiser than they are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes. we do. Absolutely. Uh, and it all goes, you know, always back to the inner work, but not just the inner work, more importantly, knowing yourself. And something you talk about a lot is how to identify if a thought is your own or not, because this is one of their their tricks. They can put yes. thoughts, they can put negative thoughts into your head. And it's a, it's a form of mind control. It could be connected with AI. Maybe you can elaborate on that a little more, but either way, uh, this is how they're controlling people. Some of these thoughts that you're thinking, these negative thoughts, you're walking along, you're, you're having a good day, all of a sudden you have this dark feeling come over you, and you have these dark thoughts. That's probably not organic. And uh, what have you, what are you seeing in that realm? I see that all the time and their tactics are changing. There's many different types of dark beings. And we've talked about this before. I call it the bucket term is the Luciferic forces, those that fell from the light of God, God's source. They can be reptilians. They can be fallen angels. They can be anything. It's, you know, who's who in that spiritual zoo. Knowing how to identify them is key just because knowledge is power. But these thoughts that are being put in our heads, this form of mind control is coming from many different facets. It's even coming from certain humans as well. If we look at humanity right now, everybody is so divisive, right? I don't know anybody who has honestly an intact family where the family members are still speaking to each other. There's somebody who's kind of gone off the rails and they won't talk to anybody or associate with this person or that person. This is what the dark side wants. If you're experiencing this, Do your best to keep the connection, but don't compromise your soul. You can love somebody from a distance. And that love keeps going. But as far as this mind control stuff is happening, we're seeing it play out on many different fields from the transgender agenda, for example. That's a huge one, because if you can grab the kids early, they're much more manipulatable. That's a huge deal. It's a huge win for the dark side. We should be, our children should be playing in sandboxes and learning how to read and write and, you know, do some math. And that's what our kids need to be doing. They don't need to be having lessons in sexuality in kindergarten. Right. This compromises their soul health. It's putting thoughts in their heads. These dark beings are feasting on that. That's just one aspect. Another aspect of having these thoughts is if you have entities around you, and what's really kind of unfair about all of this is that most people can't see what's affecting them. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. So if you can start to be open and get a sense of what's going on that, oh, this isn't my thought or, you know, I shouldn't be feeling this way, there's something messing with you. And there's a few strategies you can use. One, I talk about this a lot, is visualize yourself pouring salt all over you, all over your home. Salt cleanses in every dimension. Using a green light at night will also help create a barrier if you're dealing with night terrors and things like that. What does the green light do? 
Sorry. Um, the frequency of green at night creates a barrier for a lot of these dark beings. Um, the 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 uh, lower realm entities, the um, a lot of the shadow people, the bar frequency of green at night will really help out a, quite a bit. <laughs> it's not foolproof for every entity, but a, a large majority of them. Interesting. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. I just never heard that. So I'm like, oh, anytime I hear about a new yeah. tool or a trick, I'm like, oh, tell me more. Yeah. And I'm all about sharing this stuff just because we need to be here to help each other. I'm not in competition with anybody as nor are you guys. It's here to be of service. One way we can start getting these thoughts, these pre-programmed thoughts out of our heads that aren't ours is to start living your true life. And I think Tyler, you posted something on Facebook not too long ago about being your true self so that others can find you, right? Mm -hmm. right. That's yeah. very profound. When we can learn how to be our true selves, we strengthen our soul. We talk about our physical health, our mental health, our financial health, our emotional health, but we never talk about our soul health. This is a big one. The only aspect we take with us when we leave these physical bodies is our soul. Mm -hmm. We don't take our dining room table with us. We don't take our bank accounts with us. We take our soul with us. And the soul, simply put, is the energy that animates our bodies, period. That's all it is. This is God's source energy. These beings, many, many millennia ago, created a net when they left the light of God's source they're like oh shoot we need we need an energy source we don't have That's access to this right right mm -hmm. yeah and right. now they're the like oh they have the parasite yeah it's the That's parasite the they, survive. they have to and they want our energy I deal a lot with etheric parasites too um we have to understand that when we leave these bodies we need to go straight back home to god's source whatever your word is for it some people call it heaven some people call it the higher realms but to let souls linger in the fourth dimension is probably one of the most detrimental things we can do to humanity if we look back through time look at all these pre-programmed beliefs we've had about when somebody dies oh well they were a jerk they deserve to rot in hell right well, that means the dark side now has access to that soul. If we cross over that person who was kind of a jerk in life, then they're in the arms of the creator of God's source. And there's where the soul healing and soul repairs happen. When the dark side gets access to them, they can reincarnate us just as much as the light side. Where do serial killers come from? Mm -hmm. Right? So... This is about strengthening the soul. You know, they died they died too young, they're unfinished business, or whatever these misnomers are. The the bottom line is every soul needs to cross over. When we can start doing that, then we're gonna change humanity. Then we're gonna ascend. We can't leave anybody behind. Right. So as they come back and they're getting desperate because more and more people are learning this truth to cross over. And these guys are trying to create a transhuman agenda within humanity. Right. Yeah, right. there's going back to the transgender agenda. 
it's not just mind control, but it's also DNA manipulation. That's things they're putting in the food to water the air, the deodorants, um, the estrogen levels. They're trying to manipulate everything within the male and female. And it's it's causing neurological issues, parasitic thought forms that actually cause mm-hmm. these people to to want to change their gender or whatever. I know I'm going to trigger a bunch of people by saying that because some, you know, I'm not judging anyone for whatever they choose and whatever they decide. But at the root of all of it, I don't think it's organic. I think it's it's from a long line of generational manipulation on the DNA and the mind, and it's like the monarch programming. That's exactly what that is. Um, I want to ask you before we go on to all that stuff, what are some of the things you're seeing in your sessions right now? Um, is, is there anything that stands out to you that is alarming or concerning or just their new tactics? I'm seeing a lot of different nefarious beings that I haven't seen before. And I'm also seeing that they're starting to work together where I'm just, I'm just going to use general terms with the grays and the reptilians are now working together. That's a relatively new concept. The Anunnaki's, which is my word for them, because if you switch out the syllables a little bit of Anunnaki, Anunnaki, and no energy. Um, They're starting to work together. This is alarming. They have created AI, and I'm watching the AI. When I work with somebody, especially with an entity or implant removal, which is pretty much several times every day. I'm seeing variations in these implants and the AI. And I'm watching the AI also go down family lines. So for example, let's say the reptilians maybe have a hold of Joe's family, his whole lineage. These guys have been imparting their force upon Joe's family for many, many generations. If you can look at the spiritual DNA of Joe, which goes into his family lines, and you start to clear that up and you actually look, I'm looking at their spiritual DNA through a quantum field. And I'm looking at my or spots on that DNA. And if we can properly remove them and heal them, they don't have access to us. It stops that effort. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Right. Healing is, it's the most important thing you can do because that's, it's like the food source to them is the low vibrational emotions. They feed off the emotions of fear, suffering, sadness, grief, anger. Um, so when you look at the control system, on the planet everything is designed to keep you in those states for a reason because that's what they feed off of and that's how you're way more easily controlled and manipulated so these beings that's the food source so the more you heal and the more you can raise your vibration and stay in a loving unconditional loving state that's like kryptonite to them that's that's the yeah. energy they can't stand right they can't <laughs> like, handle no, it right you can't handle it so it's like almost like protection is, is important. All these things are important, but it's almost like the most important thing is to make sure you're in a, as healed as possible and in that state yeah. as much right. as possible. I, I want to bring up, you, you reminded me of something there. And so you're talking about that loving frequency that I, uh, I recently, 
Um, I've talked about it a couple of times now, but I just had this like amazing thing happen. I had this major heart expansion and I just dropped into my heart and had these walls come down in a way that I've never had before. And it's amazing because you think you know what love mm -hmm. is until you really drop into that. But when I started having that breakthrough heart opening activation, they started attacking my heart. Um, oh, yeah. And, and yeah. certain th certain things would happen that would just be heartbreaking. And in in the astral realm, in the dream time, uh, they were really targeting my my heart as far as um, putting you in these false love scenarios and then stripping it away from you in the dream time, and you wake up completely heartbroken. Uh, this this is a mm. obviously they've been uh, attacking the heart for a long time, and I think that's part of the agenda behind the um, the jab and all this myocarditis mm. and everything that's happening with with the heart. It's not just a physical heart; it's the energetic center the energetic heart center um this is the next step i think as people start to open their hearts they're going to go right after it and this is what i'm experiencing that and i'm seeing a whole new level of attacks uh, on the heart in ways that you just don't imagine um so it's just something interesting i don't know if you're seeing anything like that laura A absolutely because and, you know, back to Aaron talking about raising frequency, that's a big deal because that also elevates the heart frequency. They can't have that. The soul reside, the seed atom of the soul resides in the heart center of the body. That's the element they're after. Yeah. That's what they want to control. Yeah. And I see a lot of devices and implants on the hearts lately. Um, back to the jab real quick, that jab created it creates a separation between us and our higher self and god's source it does it basically creates a glass wall that we can't see we feel the disconnect but we can't see the disconnect mm -hmm. there's a huge difference in that and if you've had this you know medication so to speak it's not the end of the world you can still heal yourself the body wants to be healed we have to remember that yeah I agree. Yes. There's nothing that can't be transmuted, but you have to be aware on some level to even do it in the first place. And it's not easy because it's, you can you can be on the healing journey and still get distracted and get pulled right off of that path. And it happens Easily. And we have to know that we're not here to live a perfect life, right? So we'll mm -hmm. we're going to have missteps along the way, but it's our ability to counteract them and act and react and we're we're talking a moment ago one of the best ways to raise our frequency this is so simple is when we're in a situation that may seem volatile take a deep breath pause and then react because when you when you pause you're giving yourself the gift of a moment of time so you can react properly so you don't entangle yourself and mesh yourself with a fight or an argument or some hostile emotion that the dark side feeds off of. Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. Going back to the AI aspect of this, you mentioned in one of your videos on Instagram um, how the AI, one of their goals is to create belief systems. Can you elaborate on that, please? If they can create a belief system within humanity that is a false one, a belief system such as, you know, let's just talk about cognitive dissonance. 
All right, that's a belief system. The ability that something is so horrific it can't exist. Where they're creating belief systems where, and we see it in our political field all the time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the the politics is a huge belief system. If you don't believe like I believe, then you're wrong. Um, a belief system that child sex trafficking is not an issue. Right now we have the the most the world's most open border probably on the history of this planet right now. And what that's doing, it's allowing the flow of humans. It's Money is not being made on the drugs. That's just the, the front of the whole situation. The money is being made on the flow of humans, human trafficking, in particular sex trafficking. And people don't understand that. So the belief system is, is that, I'm just going to say it, Trump is racist, right? How many, we've all heard it. But nobody can really quote him saying anything directly. The first thing that man did was build the wall. Day one. Mm-hmm. Because he knew the flow of humans was going to be detrimental to humanity, not just the United States. But they're coming from all over the world now through the southern parts of the states. He knew that. The belief system is he is a racist. So we have to hate him. That is very detrimental because... Again, the dark side loves those emotions. Mm -hmm. So that's just one of the belief systems, the belief system that, you know, I can choose my gender back to that one is another detrimental belief system. If you look at people, and by the way, I've had a lot of people angry and upset with me about my social media posts on, you know, Target and those things. Um, that Dylan guy, he's just a tool of the dark side. I feel bad for the guy. He has no idea what he's doing to create a belief system to break down humanity. Explain to our audience who that is, who you're talking about, please. Dylan Mulvaney is the spokesperson. He's the transgender guy who's had been a woman for 365 days. And he's the Bud Light spokesperson and done a bunch of other ad campaigns. And Biden promoted him. (laughs) Yes. Biden brings him into the White House. Well, what about some other world leaders or whatever? (laughs) Because he's who? Why? Right. Yeah. And well, it doesn't make perfect sense. So now, if you don't believe in this transgender agenda, then you're transphobic, right? Right. Right. That's a belief system that's designed to separate humanity. So they're. The separations of humanity started out bigger. They started out in wars. Let's in the United States, the Civil War happened north and south, right? Two factions. How many different factions of separation do we have right now? A countless. A lot. Yeah. yeah. We we could spend the next five days talking about all these factions of separation. And that's what the dark side wants. Now um, you met well, you said, them. Right. They want you on. Your group is the righteous ones, and those people are the enemy, and we have to attack them. And we, and it's all ego separation and attacking and hating others. Right. And where's the love in that? Where's the healing in that? Exactly. And you mentioned um, Dylan, like he's not, that is right. That is a perfect example of a victim of mind control manipulation. Like you said, he probably doesn't even know what he's doing on a, you know, maybe you know, he has awareness of his motor skills and he knows what he's doing in that regard, but he doesn't understand 
the decision-making process and why he's deciding to do these things. And that's where these entities come in, this AI comes in and the mind control, whatever it looks like. Um, these people are groomed from a young age sometimes, if not even created or grown in a lab. I mean, it's, yeah. this, is, this is the real scenario, the reality of what we're looking at. Some people are never going to understand that truth. They are not capable. The best we can do is offer them, you know, sending love. That's the best we can do. I can't force something on someone that they don't want for themselves. And unfortunately, we are really at the point in humanity where we must choose a side. If we don't choose a side, one's going to be chosen for us. And the light side cannot and will not choose for us because that would violate our free will. So mm -hmm. what's the choice? Yeah. Right. Another thing I'm noticing. So everything obviously is shifting before our eyes. Uh, you know, even with the UFO topic, obviously, I, I believe that a large reason for that push in that arena is be, is as a distraction from some of the other things that are being uncovered right now and exposed or um, examined, like the whole Biden family and Epstein case and all that stuff. I don't want to get too deep into that because of uh, YouTube, but um, I think I forgot where I was going with that now. Uh, crap. See, they got my mind. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, right. What was I just saying right before that? talking about how they want us to believe certain things about certain family lines and things like that and ufos oh, yeah yes I, okay so it's all becoming more visible now you, you know we're seeing we're seeing ufos in the sky people are seeing ets now um the vegas you know the vegas uh, crash and there's sightings the everywhere. media is talking about it every other week right but but it's not just yeah. that what i'm noticing also is when i'm being attacked in the astral realm if something happens to me that's becoming more tangible too i it used to be i i just didn't know i couldn't see anything i was just experiencing it now i'm seeing them now i'm hearing them now i'm feeling their weight i'm feeling their presence it that side's becoming more tangible as well what are your thoughts on that? Have you noticed the same thing? Oh, yeah. They're getting very desperate. Um, I worked last week on a five-year-old child whose soul was stolen out of that child's body. And the parents saw that all of a sudden their child's eyes turned black. This child had a robotic voice to it. Um, I don't want to name male or female because I don't want to give away too many details but this is an important thing to bring up and the child goes hello matthew you must be my father in a robot voice and wow. the child became very violent and threatening to the dad and to the siblings i worked with the parents and there was a nefarious entity in that child's body it was a reptilian we removed the reptilian and by the grace of God, I found her actual soul. Well, I just said it. <laughs> yeah. And put that soul back in the body. And that child has been fine ever since. Wow. Bubbly drawing and singing and this and that. And this is scary stuff. Right. This is really scary stuff. And I want to scare people, but I want to scare people. We, <laughs> we got to solve this, right? Together.
Uh-huh. It's not as uh, simple as we thought. It's not all over. Like I once thought like, oh, the war is won on some level, maybe. And like, because time doesn't exist and we know it's inevitable. But um, there's a long way to go. And and we, we have to, people are experiencing that. And I've experienced things that I can't ignore. You know, we have people saying that the grays are gone. I, I just had two nights in a row last week where I encountered grays in a way I never have a more physical, tangible way. If they're gone, how does that happen? Like, it's just not mm. what we're being told. And right. this is what we have to realize at this point. Uh, no one's going to do this work for us. And it's really all about the awareness right now mm. and being self-aware because it, that's how, if they control your mind, they control your body. And that's where the issue lies. You're right. And there's a lot of dangerous information out there, honestly. Um, if the grays were really all gone, so would the other species be, right? Mm-hmm. So, and also they can read, I mean, they, the grays are are unique in the sense that they can replicate their consciousness. They are, I, I've done a lot of work on the grays, removing replicators and things like that from, I'm going to call them spaceships for lack of a better word. I sound like a crazy person saying this out loud, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Not they, here. Yeah, right. They have the ability to replicate their consciousness. These guys are the ones that created our economic system, the stock market, the monetary system, because they use credits and debits to gain assets. So they can earn enough credits to replicate their consciousness. So now they are over here and over here at the same time. Interesting. And we have to. And there's many different species within the grays. It's not just the tall whites or whatever. Um, but we have to be able to understand and say no. And the grays are the ones that are primarily responsible for abductions of humanity. This is their deal. They like to experiment on us to create hybrids, to create that transhuman form. They can't survive. They can't replicate themselves in a God source fashion. So they're trying to utilize us to do that. Mm-hmm. That's why people right. are like, why don't, if they just hate us, why don't they just wipe out humanity? They actually need us in so many ways. They can't survive without us as much as they hate us. They can't live without us. That point. I want to really quick. So the assumption that, Oh, if there's a negative race, it's like a very simplistic um, view of, oh, they would wipe us out. They would attack overtly. No, what they would actually do is is use its feed off of us and use us for their benefit. But they they don't just do it by overtly attacking. That's a really dumb thing to do. Right. What they do is they infiltrate and they do it sneakily. They know we're programmed to stay in this uh, in the five sense reality and not really know who we are. Not really even most of us know the, about the spirit world at all. So that's prime opportunity for them to to have that advantage over us to feed off of us through um all the things that we've been suppressed from mm-hmm. and to and to keep us in a they're like oh we'll infiltrate the system and make the system enslave themselves and keep them in a fear and a low vibrational state and, and then we'll use them keep, as a, as batteries yeah we keep tweaking it's, it's they bad. keep tweaking things little by little so we aren't fully aware that we've been enslaved right Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And that's, I think that's something where I'm hearing now 
um, Joe Rogan's podcast is talking about this slavery stuff to 40 hour work week. Like it's becoming common talk. Um, and that, that he reaches millions of people. So I think on some level, it's good that people are becoming aware of that. But at the same time, it's like, well, what can I do? Cause people like it's the system set up to where even if you understand that you're a slave, you still can't get out because you have to pay your bills. And it's very difficult. Uh, it's that poverty consciousness. They want everybody in that survival mode that mentality. And I know it's easy for us to talk about, but the reality of the situation is even being aware, you can't sometimes get out. And I don't. Well, we're, I, we're here to change the system from within. Right. So you, the more you heal yourself and awaken and stop feeding into the system, the more of us to do that, it's going to collapse on its own. It already is. Right. Well, but let's talk its... about how do we heal? I, right, I think right. this is a big piece of it because I, I see a lot of people talking about all this stuff all the time, but there's there's no solutions being offered. And in fact, I was talking with a uh, client, Lynn, yesterday, and she asked this really the million dollar question yesterday. And I said, hey, can I ask? I'm going to be talking to Aaron and Tyler tomorrow. Can I um, can I ask this? Do you mind? She, oh, my God. Yes. And she's like, oh, she loves you guys, by the way. Hmm. Um yeah. How does the soul know where to go upon death? How do you change that factor? And she says, this person says this, and this person says this. Well, how do you know? Mm -hmm. The first thing we need to understand is that we got to build our spiritual team and we have to vet to make sure we're dealing with the good guys. These beings will come in. Let's, I, I, I can't tell you how many times people say, oh, I channel Archangel Michael and Oh, I know who my spirit guides are. Well, I know who mine are too, but I'm never going to trust that when they present themselves that they're the real deal because I know shapeshifters happen. Mm -hmm. It's no different than the pedophile priest. Everybody loves this priest. Oh my gosh, he's a pedophile. Same concept, different dimension. So we want to vet our spiritual team. We want to call in the angelic realms, the angels from the higher realms. And it's literally as simple as I'm, I'm requesting a team of angels to be with me during this meeting with my boss or whatever your circumstances. Once you do that, you're going to visualize yourself pouring salt on you, them, the room. You can pour, visualize yourself pouring frankincense oil on them. The Christ child was gifted frankincense, golden myrrh. He was not gifted sage for a reason. It's not high enough frequency. If it was good enough for Christ, it's good enough for us, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And learn how to identify and feel your spiritual team. That way, when an imposter comes by, you know, you've dodged the bullet. Your team is going to be grateful that you're vetting them Yeah. because they don't want an infiltration to happen. And all it takes is for the dark side you know, very fortified. And Tyler, you're talking about how you're being messed with, right? You've got a high frequency. So how are they getting to you, right? All they have to do is just take one punch through your veil and it, it creates a weak spot, a chink in the armor, so to speak. Right. And they can slowly siphon off energy and get access this way. Yeah. So we have to know that when we're dealing with certain elements that we can work on reinforcing our force field. And Aaron, you were talking about raising frequency. That's a big deal too. So how do you do it? It's different for everybody. Do what rings true for you. If you be, believe and feel that crystals work for you. I mean, I I've got my fair share. I've got a small farm of them basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't I have enough, do. right? Right. <laughs> right. Right. Never have enough crystals. No. Go ahead. If, finish first. And oh, I'll, okay. I'll so it's just know what rings true for you. And one of the best ways that we can connect to God, and we need to remember this, ask yourself this question. Am I in service to self or am I in service to others? Right. Mm. Exactly. Right. It's pretty basic. It's pretty basic at the end of the day. I want to bring something up. You mentioned Christ. Um, not trying to get super religious, but we've heard um, Daryl James, other whistleblowers talk about you, it's forbidden to say Jesus Christ in an underground military facility in a, in a dumb, I don't even, maybe above ground even. I don't know. Um, we've heard a number of people say this. Now, why would that be if if there's not dark entities running that show? And what I finally tried, like after all these years, was I I was being attacked recently and I decided to, you know, call on Jesus and use the name Jesus Christ as protection, call on Jesus. And it was potent. And it was like the quickest I had ever seen a result. I don't even, even in the moment, it's weird how I remembered it or even what I said exactly, but I know it worked. And and I'm like, okay. And I started thinking about it. Now, there's a reason. Whatever is going on with that name, the energy behind it, the energy signature behind saying that out loud is so mm -hmm. potent. They don't even want you to say it in a military base. Why? Yeah. Why is that? Or Yeshua is his yeah. real name. But, right. but right. everyone knows him as Jesus. So that works, obviously, too. Because... Right. And yeah, at, well, we have oh. to understand that these guys, that he can be in many spaces at one time because in his dimension there is no time space right yeah right oh you right. mentioned also uh this reminds me you you mentioned in one of your videos ai transcends dimensions can you explain that a little bit well right now everybody's all excited about gpt chat and all of these other elements right yeah it's this new technology blah 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 well this ai stuff has been around for hundreds of years i believe and it's this, what we're seeing is the tip of the iceberg. So when you look at the tip of the iceberg, what we need to look at is what's below the iceberg. How large is that, right? AI has been here for a long time. It puts thoughts in our heads. It gets us to do things that our soul would never really do. I have seen when I work on people where the AI is so strong within the person and it goes back for several generations within that soul, they literally look like the Borg. They've got these, these black encasements on their arms and they, I mean, I've seen it. Removing this stuff is really difficult, but it's doable. And when I work with somebody, we work together as a team because that way you understand what's going on too. And I, cause I can tell you anything, but how do you know I'm right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. exactly. And this also gets into these apps that are out now, which I know you're aware of that they they're like spirit guide apps that help you connect yeah. with your higher self or whatever spirit guide, whatever it is they want you to connect with. You don't need an app to do that. Now, this is yeah. super deceptive. Can What are you seeing as far as that goes? This, I, I, I've been talking about this a little bit the concept of spiritual bypassing. This is a gross form of spiritual bypassing. An app is not going to do these things for you. And the app 
is going, it's no different than the charlatan psychic. They give you just enough truth to hook you in. So now I blindly believe them. And now I don't even, geez, can I, should I go to the restaurant now or should I go to the restaurant in an hour from now? I, I start not making my own decisions based on whatever this magical app says, right? Right. Um, this is a problem. We have to understand that AI is here to stay. Countries are utilizing AI in many fashions that we don't even know about right now. But what we need to understand is if we can look at AI with wisdom and discernment, it's the game changer. A form of AI is simply voice to text in a way or predictive analytics when it's predicting the next word. That's AI too, right? Mm -hmm. But if you can detach yourself from it and understand that this is just one small aspect versus getting hooked into it. And I think there's also a lot of AI in video games that are, kids are playing mm -hmm. Oh yeah, because maybe. video games are extremely addictive, especially for, I'm going to say teenage boys in general, but male and female video games are extremely addictive. If you can't put your video game down for two days without thinking about it nonstop, there's an addiction. What is the AI that's coming through that Wi-Fi in your home? Yeah, well, there's hypnotic right. frequencies, mind control frequencies. Mm -hmm. There's when we interviewed Cyrus Parsa a long time ago, he talked about proximity sensors in these devices. There were yeah, where people would actually it it would it would literally create a phobia. The further away you got from the device, you would panic. This is actually the tech working in tandem with your body. It's not just a natural response. And there's been studies done on just the amount of screen time on children. Uh, you, you give us a children an iPad for five minutes, take it away. They're okay. 10 minutes, you know, they, they complain a little bit, but ever, after 15 minutes is when they start throwing a fit and they start becoming violent and they'll throw a tantrum. Why mm -hmm. is that? It's not just, there's something there beyond just looking at that screen. And these are, these are issues that people don't really think about. They don't realize how detrimental it actually is to our soul health. And these things are rewiring our kids' brains. The adult brain is pretty much hardwired for the most part, but kids' brains are very malleable, right? They yeah. they are changing and growing so fast. And this is also true with adults and cell phones, right? Yeah, right. You know, you take your cell phone away and do you start twitching? No, I'm kidding, <laughs> but not. <laughs> well, that, well, that's what I mean by the proximity yeah. sensors. Like you get the farther away you get from your phone, like some people panic. I see it. Even me sometimes I'm I'm like where's my phone and then like and then I relax I'm like oh I don't need it now I get to the point where I intentionally go to the grocery store and go shopping without it and I'll mm -hmm. leave it somewhere on purpose and it's weird at first but it's so freeing it's amazing it's like wow. it is right and, and like and people are like well what if there's an emergency I'm like there's like a million everyone has a phone like I'll find I'll, I'll find a way and I feel protected anyway you know well and what did we do before this constant contact right. Right. If there was an emergency, we had to figure it out. So yeah. Right. Yeah. You're gonna say phone or landline. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't all have computers on us at all times where we could. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like everyone's. It's like we're being trained to never have any silence or stillness too, because it's like every second of free time you have to like pull out your phone and be like doing something on it. Right, and that's right. a part of the degradation of the soul also right is if because what it does is these things emit 
irregular energy waves. So, and they they poke at us, our, our auric field. We all have, or in theory, we all have an auric field, right? That force field around us that um, protects us, that guides us. I mean, we the the more we can create a healthier soul, the larger that field becomes. So that way I can sense danger even before I'm in the room or wherever I'm at, because my field is so big and strong. That's another aspect of it. And these things break apart that force field. And, you know, I'm guilty of it too. I've got my phone with me almost all the time. Yeah. Um, But I leave it in the car, leave it at home every now and then. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, we all do. We're, we all have our phone on us all the time at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. there, 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 there's there's going to be people in the comments right now, like, not me. I don't carry a phone. That's great. Like some people have a lifestyle where they can get away with it. Um, right. When you're working towards like, if you feel it, you see a text come in or you to, to, to not react on that impulse immediately of like, Oh, I got to check it. I got to check it. I got to, you know, right. right. Like, I got to check it on the flip side of it. We can look at it. And if we're trying to strengthen our intuition, you know, mm-hmm. predict who's going to try to call or text us too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. our intuition is literally our, our most profound psychic ability. It's right. definitely not the easiest one, but it's the one that keeps us safe. Well, and growing right. the intuition creates that healthy soul. Now you just brought me into the next topic. Every, everything yeah. is designed to manipulate us away from our intuition. And this is something, mm-hmm. this is the reason all of these tactics are in place. Like you said, they want to think for you. Can you please elaborate on that? Because I know you you have thoughts on this. Yeah. So, so our intuition connects us to our higher self. Our intuition connects us to our spiritual teams, our soul tribes. Our intuition connects us directly to God. When we hand over that authority to someone or something else, it severs our connection fast and hard. We have to understand that we have it within us. We need to practice this. Doctors have practices. Lawyers have practices. We have spiritual practices. The visualizing of salt is a spiritual practice. The ability to trust our intuition is another spiritual practice. And we're not going to be right 100% of the time, but more, the more we practice, the stronger we get. And there's ways to practice building our intuition, like, you know, predicting maybe who's going to be calling us or whatever, but also take three pieces of paper and write three words on it and feel the words to see which one you get or three pictures or three, you know, cards and start feeling, you can feel it with your hand energy. Our chakras are in the hands. This is why we shake hands with people is so we can feel their energy. Ooh, does that person feel good? Or am I recoiling from that person? That's why we shake our hands with people as a custom throughout humanity. So learning how to do those few things can really help boost the intuition because that's what keeps us safe. It's what gives us that wisdom and discernment um, and our intuition is a gift from God. And a lot of times people as children have that broken down, right? The parents or the whomever don't, they discredit you as a child, especially psychic kids or kids who are very sensitive. They can see or sense things and, oh, that's just an imaginary friend. 
Is it really? No, probably not. Well, uh, Sherry Divband, uh, she's just just spoke at our conference. And I think Aaron froze up or he's back. Um, she just did an incredible presentation at our conference, but she talked about how whenever your child, like if you're introducing your child to somebody and your child is like hiding behind you or does not want to interact with that person, but you still like force them like, no, it's okay. They're a friend, like shake their hand, whatever you're, she said in that moment, you're teaching their child to ignore their intuition and not trust yourself and not, and not trust yourself. And instead of honoring that, you know, and just a simple thing like that happens all the time. There's always some adult somewhere that a kid doesn't want to be around, but their parents are in a situation where like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. We're so far removed from feeling into things and seeing things without, with our heart and without our eyes that we don't understand the situations we're getting ourselves into sometimes. And that's why I think it's important to discuss, discuss all of the tactics and strategies and what to look for right now, because like you said, all they need is a chink in the armor and yeah. you don't know what that can lead to is even in spiritual people are the easiest to trick sometimes too. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Because just because they think they're protected and they think they're connected Sometimes they get overconfident and that's whenever they become infiltrated, compromised, manipulated, whatever. And if love, light, and sage really worked, we'd have a much different planet, right? It's very <laughs> pessimistic, but. <laughs> well, it's the spiritual bypassing version of love and light that is. The yes, problem. exactly. And, that's, and the spiritual ego that comes with a lot of. Yeah. And so that's the thing. What's a really good point, Aaron? We got to we got to really look at where is my ego in this? Mm-hmm. where is what am i trying to to prove or disprove where's my ego now i want my surgeon to have a really healthy ego right i want them to know that they're not going to do any wrong but in most other elements of life when the ego gets too large and i can't tell you how many people i've talked to that say oh i'm in 5d i'm in 5d all the time and yeah. Uh, I think to myself, if I were to punch you in the face, it'd probably pop you right out of 5D, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, and we got to understand that frequency ebbs and flows. It goes up and down. The higher we can build our baseline of our frequency, when we get hit, they hit, we don't fall so hard. And when we can teach our children these things at a young age, and trust that our child knows what's going on. Trust our child that they don't want to shake that person's hand. All you have to do is say, oh, they're just, you know, being shy for the moment or something, or don't force that onto your kid because you never know down the road that kid is not going to trust themselves. And now all of a sudden they're in a very compromised situation. Right. If anything, let it be an indicator for you to take a second look at this person. Exactly. And watch your animals, too. Yeah. Our, and I hate to call them pets um, because they're more than that to us. Mm-hmm. But watch yeah. the animals. And the animals are really good indications of if somebody's a good person or not. Yeah. Or if you've got something in the house, if your your animal is staring off into space or growling or hissing or something at quote unquote nothing, chances are it's not nothing. It's something pretty significant. And if you have somebody that comes over and your dog can't stand them, 
you want to know, first of all, maybe the person's a good person, but maybe they have dark entities attached to them. And exactly. that's what your animal is trying to protect you from. Yeah, right. Exactly. I've, ex- I've experienced that firsthand. And that same person has come back at a later date and the dog has no reaction. So they they don't hang out forever. Maybe you never know how they're removed or they just leave or whatever happens that, you know, that's right. We don't want that baggage to be left at our doorstep either. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um. So what about you personally? I don't know if you want to share anything, but what kind of personal experiences um do you see any, do these things happen to you or are you only getting this information from clients? Um, both. I have been literally sat down by my team where they're laying out the AI agenda and how nefarious it is. And I'm constantly vetting that information. Is it true? Is it not true? And I've, you know, creating maps and things like this because it's spreading exponentially at this point in time. I will also get feedback, and I think this is where my guys come into play. When I'm working with somebody, I was working with a person from Australia where through this person, through this client, they were being told, they were telling me exactly what I heard earlier today, earlier that day, because it was so like, what? So they work through my clients at times with me just to make sure I get the message. And they're working with me on how to remove these faster and easier and quicker and making sure that there aren't any elements missing. What I'm seeing a lot of lately is there are these implants on the heart, heart chakra, the, that area. And then they have these tiny little filament threads that maybe go down to the gut or maybe go up to the brain. And so it's connecting the whole body. This is something relatively new. So when I'm removing these, we have to make really, we have to be sure that we get it all. And I'm never going to, I will never be cocky about it. I will always go back over and over and over if I need to, because these little thin filaments would get left behind. And so we'd have to remove those as well because they can regenerate. AI regenerates. AI does not, is not reflective we are reflective beings right we can analyze etc the ai is just programming mm-hmm. now just to help our audience understand i'm pretty sure i have a good understanding of this but when you say an implant in the heart with the filaments this is all on an energetic level etheric level etheric on an etheric level, level. Right. i have seen physical implants in people that those are harder to remove because they are physical they usually will show up with little not nodules or something that, you know, two days ago they weren't there, but now they've got these two little hard nodules, you know, maybe on their hip or somewhere. But these etheric implants are very real. It's an unseen world. It's not fair that we can't see them. We can't see this unseen world. It's not fair, but right. there's no fair in war. Right. It's right. Beautifully said. Um, I mean, that's yeah, great quote. There's no fair in war. But real quick, the higher you raise your frequency, the more telepathic you become, the more you'll empathic, your intuition raises, and then you can start seeing and sensing beyond the five sense reality more way, around, way easier. 
Right. Yeah. And, you know, you bring up a good point. Another point is, is to the ability to be able to detach from something that may cause you like to fall over the emotional waterfall. Right. If I'm working with, you know, sex abuse children, I have to have detached compassion. I think detached compassion is key when it comes to our frequency, because I can't fall over the waterfall with my client because it doesn't help them. Right. And that's a hard thing to do because I hear some awful stuff sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's difficult. Anytime I, you know, everyone right now is discovering gifts and tapping into their abilities. But that's the one thing I notice is when you're so empathic and you start doing this work, you take on those emotions and that trauma from someone else if you don't learn how to uh, detach. So maybe you could help like the people listening. What, what, What did you do? Give some advice. Yeah. Okay, this is really true for Reiki and all these other healing modalities because we don't teach ourselves, they don't teach in those institutions how to clean and clear yourselves between clients. Mm -hmm. And the ability, and and I can do it so much faster now than I could in the beginning, but I would do all kinds of stuff to clear myself. I had to figure out what would work. I would burn frankincense and myrrh resins and dragon's blood resins to clear physically myself and I would do um, salt and those types of things. And if you're struggling with detached compassion, orange essential oil can really help shift your brain chemistry quickly. Um, If you find that you've got some deep sadnesses that you can't quite, that you don't know where they're at, where they're coming from or whatever that is, or you do know where they're coming from, just taking a bottle of pure orange essential oil and just inhaling it can really shift your brain chemistry fast. Mm. Running cold water on your wrists will help, especially for massage therapists. You never want anybody's energy to get past your wrists. You want it to stop because you don't want somebody's breast cancer to come onto you. You don't want anybody's gunk onto you. So you stop it at the wrists and you can literally just imagine a barrier. It sounds simple. And it's hard at the same time. But again, these are spiritual practices. The more we practice, the easier they are. And I will never assume that I'm always clean and clear. Right. There have been times where I have had to say to my future client that day, you know what? I got nailed. I don't trust that I'm clear. We need to reschedule. Yeah. That's just a fair thing to do. It's, I, you know, it's like going to the doctor's office and the doctor is, I don't know, let's say the COVID or whatever. And he's like coughing all over you. It's the same thing. Right. Yeah. And just to clarify, so you, from what I gathered, you're telling me that you can pick, get breast cancer energetically from touching somebody or why would you say that? I'm um, okay. So things are hereditary, they're contagious, but maybe not as they seem. And let's just talk about breast cancer for a moment. First of all, the month of October is breast cancer awareness month. Okay. Let's have everybody raise their hand if they've never heard of breast cancer, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody has. Now you've got this concept and everything is energy. Many times women who died of breast cancer do not cross over Their life was cut short. They miss their loved ones. Maybe they have children or husband or whatever. They don't tend not to cross over. Not all the time. 
but most of the time they don't cross over. Now you've got this three-day march for the cure where everybody's fundraising. And for three solid days, you've got this group of 100 people walking in unison, thinking about one thing and one thing only, breast cancer. Cancer is a low vibrational frequency. You are surrounding yourself in this low vibrational frequency. And it can be any illness. It doesn't have to be breast cancer. Disease, right? Disease, dis-ease, right? And so when we can cross our loved one over and make sure they've crossed over, and this is where ego gets in the way. Well, I just know they've crossed over. How do you know? Especially too for children. Don't assume your child has crossed over. You can, um, I'm just going to plug the book, Soul Tribe Navigating the Spiritual War. That has the crossing over souls prayer and a dark entity removal prayer. It's very, very helpful. It will help you help your loved one because we need this to stop. And so breast cancer can be hereditary, but by different means than we may think. So you, you're you just saying it's like kind of like a hive mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's almost like well, everything. Everything is energy, ultimately. Right. So the if you that's why when people heal and heal these energetic things their diseases go away like dolores cannon how many sessions does she have with people that were healed immediately after the session because they healed the energy that was causing that and she would always talk about this she said cancer and all these and every disease is actually caused by an energetic thing and then you got to figure out what that is or are you holding on to anger resentment guilt shame fear you know, like and that's yeah. actually going to manifest physically as some kind of disease and, and it's also cancer. goes down the family line the right. family's energetic signature of anger or whatever it is because as we look at family lines we see certain family patterns that are detrimental when we can break that family pattern we free the family of that pattern also Right. right. That's right. and it, yeah, that's what what's the first thing the doctor asks you? Is there a history of heart disease in your family or whatever the case is? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, energetically you could break all that and end all that. Um, this is n- disclaimer, this is not medical advice. I right. was just gonna say that. <laughs> disclaimer. But, <laughs> but um I there are a number of people out there now that claim that you can cure stage four breast cancer in 30 minutes with honeybee venom, and there are studies on this and there are people talking about this if you then you can find that information online if you look in the right places i'm not telling anybody that that actually works because i don't know them for myself but i do know this is um something i have looked into it and apparently this is the case yeah. uh so there are ways mother nature provides everything we need um big pharma does not big pharma provides everything we don't need unfortunately um yeah but we have to change the subject before we lose our channel yes, we so do. Right. right. That, that's my theory. I was going to say, that's my theory. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. So do not exactly. try honeybee venom for breast cancer. Doesn't work. Definitely do not do that. No, <laughs> Definitely do not. does not work. <laughs> but you know, knowledge is power. Go do your own research. Right. Um, yes. So I, I want to get back on topic as far as what, where we started. Um, does the spiritual entity attachments and attacks and stuff of that nature and the concept of dream walking you're familiar with this and this is how i think it happens um it's been described it's a real psionic ability anybody can train themselves to do it you pop out of your body and you're into your astral body and you can just imagine 
um, people dreaming like a neighborhood of houses and each home is somebody's dream and you can infiltrate dreams that way when you're in the astral realm and when they sh when when one of these entities like all these dark entities that show up in our dreams this is how they're doing it i believe and when they show up they can show up in any form they want they can look like a loved one they can look like a demon they can look like a normal per everyday person every shape and size of any creature critter anything you can imagine it's possible for them to show up as and they can show up invisible at completely cloaked and they can show up as an item and you'll be drawn to that item they have so many ways to deceive you now it's pretty insane and i've experienced just about all of them and i've learned to navigate that and then they try something new they're always testing the fence right um i i know you just recently mentioned that like what you're seeing now is more like different forms of this than you've ever seen before uh, I don't even know if I'm even asking a question right now, but this is just something maybe you can share your thoughts on. You're absolutely right. It, it's also a form of remote viewing. Um, when we astral travel at night and there's remote viewing institutes out there, they never teach us how to protect ourselves while we're remote viewing because there's all kinds of beings out there. These entities can also read our minds. They can read our heart's desire. So they can say, oh, I miss my grandma so much. You can say, I miss my grandma so much. Da, 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 da. I remember when she would do this. You're thinking these thoughts. They can read our thoughts. They can reproduce that. Right. Again, no matter, especially you're talking about this type of, of astral travel, it's very real. And they're getting more and more brazen with it because they are feeling the chokehold because of conversations like this, because of the knowledge coming out. And I, I do have to say that your guys' service to others is, is critical and paramount. So I understand why you're getting attacked. Mm -hmm. If they can slow you down, they'll slow you down, right? Right. That right. is, then that doesn't, I don't want to de deter anybody from going on that spiritual path of service to others. But it's a hard path. And service to others can look like many things. It can be helping the little old lady with the grocery cart. That's service to others. But the more we're in it, the more our skin is in it, so to speak, they will try to thwart us at every moment. Mm -hmm. And the nice part is, is that the light side, our guides, our teams get to learn also how they act and react. Yeah. Because this is all new. This, the dark side, the dark entities have been around for millennia. The game changer right now is that we're at this pinnacle point. We've they've got the, this AI stuff going on. They know that the potential for their end days is near, yeah. which is why they're joining forces, which is why they're attacking key figures to try to break them down. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. Yes. And they just stole another thought out of my head. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, I was going to add something to that. Um, Aaron, say something. Well, yeah, you're, you're spot on the, the reason, you know, to, to put it simply they're a, they're on their last legs because it's the system is crumbling because of the energy coming in because of the time that we're in right now, the planet, the planet is ascending. Gaia is a living consciousness. The being yep. 
that is ascending with or without us. <laughs> so basically, you know, yeah, we're going to either go with the planet or we're going to have to go somewhere else. Because right. And this is, we happening. have the best looking planet. If you look at all the other planets, I think we have the best looking one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's a fashion show. Right. Yeah, yeah, so I, yeah I wanted to um, mention also, shoot, I just lost my thought now. But but the dark so the dark is trying to lock down their as many people and souls as they can right now because they know the time's up basically they know the jig is up they know that they are losing access to the reincarnation cycle which is a big deal mm-hmm. that's key and we have to remember to help each other our loved ones even our not so loved ones to make sure they cross over. You know, and I talked on your show before how you had that prayer on my website. Um, I was slammed with a DMCA, which is guilty and proved in it until innocent uh, by a former business partner who we did everything together. And I had created my own version of this, that of something we created together. And I came to the conclusion I didn't want to spend $5,000 to put it back on there. It's a free service. So in my book, Soul Tribe Navigating the Spiritual War, those prayers are in there. A hundred percent of the proceeds goes to the foundation that I have to build areas where people I'm going to be able to have help parents of psychic kids and things like that. So the prayer is available there. I wish I could keep it on my website, but it wasn't worth the five thousand dollars to get it back up because I did nothing wrong. Right. Even even there, these attorneys mm-hmm. said there's nothing wrong. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make really any sense. Uh, this is where um, greed, right? Yep. Somebody got infiltrated and greed yep. and envy took over. Yeah. Um, but just know that there's help out there. And if people want to email me, that's fine too. I'll send it that way as well. Yeah. I mean, that's a great a great example. And I, I was mentioned this when we had Carrie Cassidy on. Um, talking about you don't need to kill a whistleblower anymore, but you can mind control them. And and we see a lot of these people who have done amazing work blowing the whistle or exposing said program, and then all of a sudden being taken over by something Which, that, that causes them to be not the not the person that we met originally, right? Yeah. And it, you'll notice by the fruits of their labor, the people that are trying to sue people and, and lawsuit this and lawsuit that and anything low vibe that sucks you down back into the system. That's not organic. Those are not organic thoughts. That person's getting bad advice from someone around them or something's working through them. And And unfortunately, this is how, this is how they're silencing people. Now they're discredit, making people discredit their own testimony and their own stories. And this is just another form of mind control that we're, that we're uh, noticing. It is. And it's, it's really heartbreaking too, because the whole purpose of this is to help people cross people over. Yeah. And it's free. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's exactly. not like I'm charging for it. <laughs> it's a free it's, service. It's, it's really sad that someone would fight you over that. Like you're providing that to people. Like that's what's so needed right now. But someone is yeah. like, no, that's my thing. I actually I own the have. copyright to it. And then there's that on top of it. Like, <laughs> right. that's just, that's I have the physical copyright in my hand. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Man, I really wish I remember what I was going to say earlier. It felt important, but oh well. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been incredible. We covered a ton. Is there anything else yes. you'd like to share before we wrap this up? 
I am just really grateful for this opportunity. It's always great to spend time with you guys on top of it, but this information that we've been talking about, I think is really, really important. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for doing everything you're doing and guys don't just be aware. Just make sure that you're uh, anytime a thought pops into your head, ask yourself, where's this thought coming from? Sometimes it could be something as simple as craving something that, you know, you shouldn't be intaking. Uh, sometimes, you know, they, that's where these cravings come from. They're not your own. So uh, just be self-aware and ask yourself, is this my thought or is this, is this an organic thought? And that's why you have to know yourself and you have to know when it's you or an infiltrator. Um, there's nothing more important. It all starts, you know, with the mind. So um, can you plug your website and everything once again? Oh, sh- sure. Thank you. It's the karmicpath.com. And the book I talked about a couple of times, a hundred percent of the proceeds goes to the foundation that I'm building right now to help others in need. Um, it has the crossing over souls prayer and it has the dark entity removal prayer. And it has a bunch of tips on how to create a healthy soul. Nice. At the end of the day, it's about creating a healthy soul because the healthier it is, the less that the dark side has access to us. And what social media platforms are you on if people want to follow you? The Karmic Path on Instagram and Facebook, also Twitter. Those are like the big three. Yeah. And, and by a way- YouTube channel, YouTube channel. The um, I've been working so much with clients that I haven't had a chance to keep up with the YouTube, but I take snippets of client sessions and describe what's happening and how the dark side gets to us because knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Yes, it and, is. By the way, I love the shorts that you do on Instagram, and you might put them at other places too. Um, they're just a couple of minutes, but uh, keep up, keep keep Thank up you. with that because I like it a lot. It's very helpful. Um, okay, I think that's it. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget if you want to hang out with Aaron and I in Aztec, New Mexico, in August, SunfireFest.com. All the information is available there. If you want some CBD, you can get ten percent off of Hopewell Farm CBD with promo code journey to truth 10 that link is below the omnia radiation balancer a patch you put on any radiating device it harmonizes the frequency coming in it doesn't block it it turns it into actually something less harmful Benef- if not if not beneficial, beneficial. Yeah. yeah um so it's it's kind of a next level uh, technology it looks insignificant but it's been tested it works um so if you're interested in that you can save 10 percent off their products with promo code truth all caps that link is below aaron's wearing the pendant um it's like the patch the same concept of the patch but it it uh works with the energy field of your body um what else i don't know i think that's enough um (laughs) good night everybody we love you all and until next time have a great evening thank you Uh